for the boys podcast for the boys by the boys this is your host Aiden and today we'll be talking about anxiety something that's really affected me in my entire life and uh, we're going to be talking about how it affects men in general how it affects everyone and really its impact in today's society in general so firstly I'm going to be sharing my story anxiety is something I've really dealt with throughout most of my life It's something that like the first time though that I really started to realize what I may have inside of me is just anxiety disorder, I guess is what you would call it, is when I was out on an exchange program. Now for my entire life, really, I've been dealing with all kinds of really weird issues and pains and all kinds of really weird stuff. We all just always chalked it up to just random little things that didn't actually matter. Like we never thought it would be something big like anxiety, which is uh, now after talking about it and seeing that's what it really is. So basically how it first started was I was on this exchange program. And I've already been with my host family for around, I don't know, a month and a half at this point. And there wasn't really any real reason as to why all of a sudden then this decided to happen. But during the last three weeks or so of my stay there, I woke up one day and I just felt nauseous, like extremely nauseous all day. And and I don't know why, you know, it got to the point where I literally wasn't able to go to school there. So I would just kind of stay in bed and I wasn't eating. I wasn't moving. I literally wasn't doing anything all day. And I I really, we just couldn't figure out why at the time. I went to some doctors and they all checked me out, said everything's okay. And there just wasn't real reason as to why this was happening. But I couldn't go to school. I couldn't eat. We wanted to go on all kinds of vacations and trips while we were there and we couldn't do any of that. Uh, So yeah, so we just, they took me out of school and It sucked for the last three weeks of my exchange program that every morning waking up, I felt sick and I wasn't able to do anything. It felt really terrible. And it was the worst, especially at night, because then at night, not only then was I awake and feeling nauseous, but then I was trying to fall asleep, but I couldn't fall asleep because I was just feeling nauseous. And this whole cycle kept going on and on and on about not being able to fall asleep. Uh, Luckily, I was in France at the time. And uh, since I'm over here in Canada... The good thing about the time zone was while the morning was there over here was night. So I could talk to my host family about whatever it is, if I'm having any problems. But then when it's over there, it started to become night and it was getting into the early morning, like 1, 2, 3 a.m. I could actually text back home and talk with my family at home. So I'd always basically have someone to talk to, which was really helpful for me at the time. After a while, I started realizing that if I were to watch an episode or two of Friends, I started to feel less nauseous and then I was able to fall asleep. I did this for a couple nights in a row and then I over a while I just started watching it and it really just calmed me down and made me fall asleep. That's when I had the realization, wait, maybe this is all something mental and not something that's actually physical. And maybe it's my brain doing stuff on me which is then affecting me later physically. I spent the next three weeks, you know, kind of, or the next two weeks or so, whatever, uh, just going with this, and it slowly got better. I still really wasn't eating much. I wasn't really doing much at all there, but at least I was sort of a little bit dealing with it. After having the discovery with watching Friends and then figuring out that it actually kind of made me feel better, once I came back home, I first thing, I got into the car, put my luggage in the car, and then I told my parents, I think this is something mental. I don't think this is something physical. I think this is something in my brain that's messing me up. I don't think it's something that my body is really harming me with. My mom thought about it for a while and she started realizing, wait, that makes a lot of sense. So then again, first thing we did, we tried to go to the doctor in Canada, thought maybe over here they'll find something different. They didn't. They still said I look perfectly healthy. I have no problems physically. But still, I wasn't sleeping at night. You know, I was always feeling nauseous. I wasn't able to go anywhere. Uh, Like literally waking up for school, I would have maybe sometimes take me an extra hour just to get to school because I wasn't I felt physically nauseous. Uh, So then one day I decided it was time for me to go see a therapist. 
Now, that's something we'll later cover on in an episode, how uh, therapy is seen as a weak thing in masculinity and toxic masculinity culture and just in society in general, how therapy is seen as like a weak point that no one should ever go into therapy, but that'll be a later dates episode. Then I went to a therapist and I was starting to talk to her about all my problems. And she looked at me and because she was a therapist, not a psychiatrist, she couldn't actually assign me any medication of sorts, but she listened to all my stories. She listened to everything I had to say and all my symptoms and everything. And she said, yeah, it seems like you suffer from something called general anxiety disorder. She said, if I want, I can go get it clinically tested which then I'll get like a document that said I was clinically tested by a psychiatrist to say that I had it all. But I said, no, it's fine. I don't need to waste the money. Like you're, you're my therapist. You're telling me that I like 98% have it. It aligns up with everything I'm dealing with. It makes sense. So it makes sense. Uh, so that's how I found out I had anxiety. And then it started to click things as to why, like for me, a lot of times I'll just feel randomly nauseous or I'll feel like hard to breathe or it'll, it'll be, uh, my muscles will start to randomly hurt. And it's the thing about anxiety, at least that I've noticed, is that a lot of times you don't even really notice that you are feeling anxious. You know, like you'll just get nauseous or you'll get uh, or your muscles will start to hurt or you won't be able to breathe. And you're not actively anxious about anything. You know, you're just living your day, having the time of your life. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I I can't breathe. You know, all of a sudden it's hard to breathe. All of a sudden you feel like you can't get your air into your lungs. And then you start looking like, wait. Am I anxious about anything? And you're like, no, I'm not anxious about anything. So it starts to be weird. And then for me, at least, I get into this vicious cycle of I'm not anxious, but I'm feeling hurt. And then I'm going, but, and then I'm hurt and I'm hurt and I'm hurt, which then it gets worse and worse and worse until I literally, I'm just like lying on the ground and I'm like, oh, I'm in pain. The thing about anxiety is everyone, everyone in the entire world deals with anxiety as an emotion at some point. However, there's a difference between feeling anxiety at some points because you're in an anxious situation or suffering from an anxiety disorder, whether it be general anxiety disorder or social anxiety or any other sort of anxiety disorder. One is when you just feel anxious and that's a human emotion. There's a reason why we feel anxious. We've evolved into feeling anxious to protect ourselves, you know, to activate our flight or, uh, our flight or fight response, you know, to be able to make sure that we're in the safest position possible. Now, that is perfectly healthy. Everyone has to feel anxious at moments. It's a human emotion. However, there are then anxiety disorders, which a lot of people get confused between the two and they say they have anxiety disorders when in reality it's just them feeling anxious or some people will just think they're feeling anxious when in reality they actually have anxiety disorders. It happens both way around. And it's really important that like you kind of figure out if you have it or not. But either way, feeling anxious isn't a fun feeling. So there's a lot of different ways uh, that I've learned from experience with anxiety of how to kind of get over it. And if you have any methods, tweet them out to me on at for the boys underscore pod on Twitter or DM them to me on Instagram at for the boys underscore pod. My first personal favorite method is I go and I either listen to some music that I really like or I put on a TV show that I've already seen, normally a comedy. So I'll put in either like Friends, The Office, How I Met Your Mother, something like that. And I'll just watch an episode or two. For me, that tends to relax me. But for some other people, maybe they'll rather do something else. But I just tend to find that anything that's really relaxing or something that I enjoy that gets my mind busy will make me feel less anxious already. But let's say I'm in a location where I can't do that. I can't just go ahead and start uh, watching TV because I'm at school or I don't know, I'm with friends. If no one's around me and I'm just like alone in a public place, I'll maybe close my eyes and I'll do some deep breaths. That kind of resets you. It's almost like powering off and powering on a computer, but it's powering off and powering on yourself. And you, after doing some deep breath, you know, you breathe in for three, breathe out for three, and hold it for three. You start to feel almost a little better. 
And then after doing that for like a minute or two, the anxiety sort of falls away. And then there, another thing I, I like to just sometimes do is I just try to basically talk about anything. And then what I've mainly noticed is the best way, in my opinion, to really let go of anxiety in the moment is to get your mind busy with something else. Because at least for me, how it's worked and how I've noticed it works for some other people as well, is that your brain creates anxiety when it doesn't know what's happening or doesn't have anything to do. So it kind of creates you to be anxious so you have something for your brain to play with almost. So if you give your brain something to play with, it'll stop being anxious. I actually haven't told many people about my anxiety. I've only told maybe a couple of my close friends. Uh, and that's because there is a stigma uh, about anxiety. You know how someone with anxiety is considered weak and that like it's considered almost and some consider it to be like a feminine trait or others consider it to be like or it's just considered as kind of like a fearful emotion right and it's scary to really bring yourself out there and tell people yeah you know this is something that makes me anxious or this I do have anxiety in general so like this is not really helping and things like that right but the thing is anxiety happens to everyone it happens in different severities to everyone. Some people experience it much more mildly, while others experience it much more heavily, but it happens to everyone. Even panic attacks don't look the same for everyone. I remember in around grade six, there was this one kid who had a panic attack, and he started sitting underneath the table, uh, and he started screaming and all kinds of things like that. And some kids started to walk in on him, and they were laughing at him, and they were uh making fun of him and and while others were starting to feel scared and like they didn't know what was happening you know until finally like a guidance counselor came and like kind of helped him through it and then he went home he didn't come to school for like two three weeks after because of the bullying really that was happening to him because he had a panic attack you know and it just was a one-off thing you know and it's it's hard on someone because panic attacks aren't always just like going onto the ground and, and screaming or something like that. Sometimes panic attacks is you shutting down or you not being able to breathe or you feeling really, really nauseous. Panic attacks can ex happen in all kinds of different ways. And many people just think panic attacks is just like kind of screaming or tuning everything out or something like that. So what I'm really trying to get at here is anxiety is something that happens to everyone. And we have to remember that. And some people suffer from anxiety disorder, especially with today's generation, Gen Z. We suffer from probably the most amount of anxiety and depression than any other generation. Now, that can be accounted to all kinds of different uh, reasons. That could be because of social media, that could be because of the internet, that because maybe we're more aware of it and now we're doing more studies about it, so it's becoming more frequent. It could also be because there's a some kind of glorification out there, you know, that only people that experience these emotions are people that are considered, you know, worthy of having trauma or some sorts. We don't know the reason as to why Gen Z is the generation with the most amount of anxiety and depression, but we are. And because of that, not only do we have to get the stigma away from anxiety and depression, which luckily as a generation, we are a very heavy generation of being the most caring about anxiety and depression. It's mainly the older generations, which are more strict about it and are more, uh, oh, anxiety isn't real, you know, oh, depression isn't real, just cheer up or just things like that, you know? Luckily, Generation Z as a generation, we are, we're more equipped with dealing with it and with knowing that it exists and with... Uh, trying to help others with it, but it's still something that heavily affects people's day-to-day -day life, and there are ways of dealing with it, you know? I personally, uh, and I could be 100% wrong, but personally, my belief is that as someone who suffered from anxiety, 
I don't think there is a cure to anxiety. However, that doesn't mean I don't think you can learn how to cope with it and learn how to minimize it as much as possible. But since anxiety is a human emotion, I think if you have, especially if you have an anxiety disorder of your brain making you always anxious, there's no way to get rid of anxiety. You know, that's like trying to say, oh, I want to get rid of happy. You know, you, you can't get rid of an emotion. You can learn how to deal with anxiety. You can learn how to deal with it and learn how to cope it with it and learn how to minimize as much as possible. But there is no way to really get around it and stop it from ever happening again, you know? Uh, so that's why I had those missions that I previously mentioned. Um, and those work for me. And they I know they work for some other people, but it doesn't work for everyone. Anxiety is something that's different for every person. And each person has to figure out how they themselves can really improve from it and can really deal with it. It isn't talked about as much, but also... Uh, Men showing that they are anxious doesn't automatically make them feminine, you know? I, as I said before, I never told anyone that I uh, had anxiety, I suffer from anxiety because I didn't want people to start thinking of me as any less of a man because of it or any uh, less of a human in general, you know? I, I didn't want them to start treating me like, oh, we have to make sure that he's always like, okay, or oh, we have to make sure like, no, people with anxiety are still regular people. They just may have some internal things that they have to kind of deal with at the same time. So really, we just have to make sure that we're not uh, treating anyone any differently because of something that they have inside. This goes for anxiety and this goes for depression, which will also be a later episode about how, especially men with depression, it's just terrible for them out there because people just think they can cheer up and all of a sudden it's going to be okay anyways that's off topic but but i never told anyone that i suffered from it and i think that may have made it worse honestly having to pretend like i didn't have it so which made me have to go to school and have to do all these different things while having it and then pretending like i don't have it might have made it worse for me so i think as collectively we just have to make it more accepted we not to glorify it because if we glorify it then everyone's going to start saying oh i have anxiety oh i have depression oh i decide that glorifying it will only make it worse and then more people are going to either get misdiagnosed or are going to get overdiagnosed we have to make sure that people aren't glorifying it but people are acknowledging it that it's a problem that is being faced but it doesn't make them any less human it doesn't make them any less of a man they can still be a person and suffer from a mental disorder in general in this case, anxiety. Now, many times, uh, anxiety and depression go hand in hand. It doesn't always. Some people experience both separately, but many times it does go hand in hand. Personally, I've never suffered from depression, which I'm very thankful for, uh, but many people do. And from what I understand, a lot of times it goes, anxiety is telling you, oh, you have to do something. But then depression is telling you, but I don't want to do it, you know? And it's kind of going back and forth, back and forth. And then it just keeps going worse and worse and worse and worse. Now, I could be wrong. I've never really suffered from depression personally, but that's at least what anxiety tells you kind of, oh, you have to do something, you have to do something, but you're like, I'm just trying to go to sleep. And it's just a never-ending cycle of your brain telling you you have to do something, but you don't know what, and you try to figure it out, and then it just doesn't let you do what you intended to do. My hope from this episode is that we just take out that anyone can suffer from anxiety, no matter how they look, no matter how they feel, no matter how happy, no matter how confident, no matter how whatever they are, everyone can suffer from anxiety. But that doesn't make them any less of a person or any less of a man because they suffer from it. They are just as masculine, they are just as human, even if they have to deal with something that hurts them or something that makes them scared of other things. Just because you're scared of something doesn't mean you're not a man. You're allowed to be scared. Just because you're scared doesn't mean you'll never be able to do anything, you know? If you're feeling scared, you just acknowledge it. You have to try to deal with it and either 
tell yourself, no, I know I can't do this. Or you know, you tell yourself, no, I can do this. Depends on what the situation is. Anxiety is a hard thing for everyone. But hopefully we can learn together how to how to deal with it and how we can really work through it and as collectively not judge someone differently because they have anxiety. So anyways, that was this episode of For the Boys. I know I kind of got a bit rambly on about anxiety as a whole and it didn't really focus specifically on men, but I do believe that anxiety is something that everyone really faces and it's kind of just stigmatized with everyone. There isn't really a difference between men and women with anxiety. The only real difference between the two is many times men with anxiety are seen as weak and a failure and are seen uh, like they can't really do anything. They aren't strong. They can't support anyone, you know, which as itself, you know, men don't have to be the one really supporting people, but it's still something which is later on talked about. <laughs> anxiety is something that everyone feels. So there's no real reason to kind of stereotype it almost as one gender can only feel it you know everyone can feel anxious everyone can suffer from anxiety it doesn't make them any less or any more for a matter of fact i hope you enjoyed today's episode of for the boys it was about anxiety if you couldn't tell already which i'm assuming you can for the amount of times i said it don't forget to follow me on Twitter at ForTheBoys underscore pod and on Instagram at ForTheBoys underscore pod and either DM me or tweet at me and tell me some of your problems or something you just want to talk about and I'll bring you on over. Can't wait to have you all on. Hope you have a good rest of your day and come back next week for another episode of For The Boys. Podcast for the boys, by the boys. This is Aiden. Have a great day.